when an opportunist sees that the world is going to the dogs, he starts selling dog food. Is that behavior really something we should be applauding? Sure, they'll get rich, but they'll still be screwed up human beings. Call me naive, but that is just not cool. I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. record a short rant about entities and institutions that were created to provide protective services to the public. Now, I'm not saying they should do it or do their thing, whatever it is, free of charge, but they shouldn't be allowed to take advantage of us in our time of need. Before I commence the bashing, let me start this rant by giving a shout out to a company who surprisingly got it right. And what I mean by getting it right is that they exceeded my expectations. Their TuneTrack software, creators of the Easy Drummer 2 and Easy Mix recording applications that I use. As you may know, I've been using a 12 year old HP ProBook 6550B laptop to record this podcast. Now lately, it's been showing signs of aging. Everything from keys sticking to the damn thing just shutting off. It's letting me know that although it will hang in there for as long as it can, I need to start shopping for another computer. Matter of fact is I do have another computer, my trusty old Asus laptop that I used when I first started this podcast. I've given it to Celia when her laptop died. Now she's decided to buy a new one and return mine back to me. Now my Aces was in tip-top shape with the exception of some EasyMix 2 plugins not able to run on it. And they just happen to be the ones that I need to make this show sound halfway decent. Now you might have noticed that the sound quality on the last few episodes was just a bit off, and I apologize for that. Now, in doing my research as to how I could remedy that problem, I read a lot of complaints about the customer service or lack thereof when it comes to tune tracks. One of the complaints was that they were hard to reach. Another complaint was that they never took responsibility for any errors. And a third complaint was that if one could prove that the problem was on TuneTrack's end, it would still take an eternity for them to resolve the issues. Well, to my delight, when I emailed them with my dilemma, TuneTrack's got back to me in less than an hour. In their response, they actually apologized for any inconvenience they may have caused. They then said, that would take them between three and five business days to fix the problem. I was thrilled when they fixed it in less than five hours. I wish that more companies exceeded my expectations like TuneTracks did. 
But that's not how the world works. While I find some companies' service-related shortcomings slightly annoying, I find others downright infuriating. Let's take Norton Securities as a company that falls in the former bucket. While their computer protection products are typically excellent, their mercenary approach to offering some of those products is quite insulting. This is especially true after they have you run their recommended smart scans. How many of you have run one of those scans? Or should I say scams? No scans. When the scan is done, you'll get what you think is a clean bill of health. You have no viruses, but there's some funny little things going on behind the scenes like data brokers tracking your activity, stuff like that. Norton tells you that they will gladly take care of the problems for you for a modest fee. More often than not, you get pissed off and ignore their pitch. Or how about when they bombard you with pop-ups with the same little gremlins who say you're being watched. This time, they'll protect you on a 90-day free trial period. They don't give up. I found that the scare tactics and solicitations ramped up the day I turned 65. My typical response to them is that they should price the premium products into their regular plans. Since what you get is, is really good, a person will be more inclined to pay a little more for the extra coverage. I find their piecemeal upselling approach very annoying. You've heard me talk endlessly about the good and bad of the healthcare industry, in particular hospitals. While it's true that when it comes to providing care, they in fact do no harm. But today's rant focuses on their lack of consideration when it comes to the person or entity who is liable to pay the bills. You heard me carp about the ambulance ride they insisted on me taking from the ER at Huntersville, that's my town, to the University City location back in September 2019. I'm still bitching because we could have driven the 16.5 miles and saved $1,900. Although my blood pressure was quite high, I wasn't in cardiac arrest. And besides, Celia was doing the driving. And you heard me griping about the extra day they kept me in the hospital because of my hemoglobin being low back in 2022. I don't even know how much they billed me for the extra day when all they had to do was prescribe a 30-day supply of iron pills and order a week of bed rest. In recent episodes, you heard me complaining about my new cardiologist ordering an EKG as well as a stress test to ensure that there were no blockages in my arteries. There are no blockages. It's just that my new doctor wants to have a set of results of tests that he ordered for his files. That sounds less medical 
and more administrative to me. And while I'm in full complaint mode, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up my longtime adverse relationship with Jiffy Lube. For the past quarter century, I would reluctantly take my cars to Jiffy Lube when I couldn't get to my regular mechanics. And regardless of the state I was living in at the time, I always encountered the same BS from Jiffy Lube. I think you know where I'm going with this. I would request the basic oil change and lube. Now, if the car was old, I had no problem paying extra for the high mileage oil. Not a problem. Now, about halfway through the job, a guy covered in motor oil would emerge from the back carrying a small vial filled with dirty water. And they just show it to me. He would then tell you or me that you or me need to have your transmission changed, which would cost anywhere from $80 to $250, depending on where you go. Or if you look gullible enough, he would urge you to go for a full transmission flush, which would run anywhere from $125 up to that ceiling of $250. Now I'm almost ashamed to admit that they got me on that scam the very first time I went to a Jiffy Lube. Please be advised that they're not the only express oil change outfit that runs that game on customers who aren't familiar with the workings of a car. Like somebody like me who took subways and buses, and cabs, and bikes, and walk. You know, they see us coming. Now you would think that these people graduated from the P.T. Barnum School of Business Ethics. But what they do is textbook, generally accepted business practices. Now when I was in college, I took Introduction to Economics. One of the earliest lessons we learned was about how to get your head around what they call the moral dilemma. I'll tell you what it is. The professor laid out a scenario in which a pharmaceutical company that you own developed a magic pill that would cure a deadly disease with just one dose. At the time the pill was developed, there were about 1,000 individuals who have been diagnosed with that disease. Now, the moral dilemma is, should you manufacture and distribute the pill to the 1,000 patients and nip it all in the bud, or do you wait for the number of cases to rise to 1 million, 2 million? By waiting, you get to make back the money you spent on research and development. You will also be able to make a profit that allows you to hopefully develop more life-saving medicines. See the issue? The name of the game is profit maximization. Whether it's computer protection or medical care or oil change or magic 
Miracle Cures. Most businesses are on a mission to separate you from as much money as they possibly can. And they pursue that end with little or no concern as to whether you can afford what they're selling. Now that I got all those complaints off my chest and out of my system, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you how I've learned to deal with all those assaults on my budget, as well as my common sense. One of the first tactics they use is to try to scare you. Bad things will happen to your computer, to your health, or to your car if you don't buy what they're selling. Next, they'll try to convince you that they're being persistent because they care about you. And if all else fails, they may offer to hook you up with a special discount for you and you alone. That's when you have your opening to end the conversation. My response is so simple that I'm surprised that more people don't try it. I clear my throat, then honestly suggest to them that I can't afford what they're selling. Now, before they can respond with another tactic, I clear my throat again. Raise the volume of my voice, a few decibels, not a lot, and tell them that the only way that they're closing the deal today or any day is if they're giving away the product or service for free. That almost always works. Now, let me make myself clear. The entities I gripe about and that I've griped about in this episode are not con artists. They are performing legitimate business functions. What gets me angry is that they're constantly trying to upsell the consumer. I feel as though they think that the consumer is so gullible that they can be talked into purchasing anything as long as the alternative to not purchasing the item or service is gloom and doom. I find those tactics highly offensive and really wish they would stop treating us like patsies. Today's quote is from Anonymous. Successful people are always looking for opportunities to help others. Unsuccessful people are always asking, what's in it for me? Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website much more to say.weebly.com. That's much more the number two say.weebly.com. While you're there, be sure to check out our brand new blog where you will find audio, video, post, essays, and the latest news and notes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Episodes are available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant MMG Podcast Network.